green the ground below April all that ocean away Is this a better way to spend the day Keeping the winter at bay Before you left When I could see your breath Leave where you were going to Maybe I should just let it be Maybe it'll all come back to me Childhood in snow And all my teens in tone Stuffed in a strata of clothes Hail the winter days after dark Wander in the gray memorial park Fleeting beating of hearts What were the words I meant to say Before you left When I could see her breath Lead where she was going to I should just let it be Maybe it'll all come back to me Sing oh Welcome everybody to Woodwire and Watts. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. I'm Topher. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> like, well, yeah. Yes. Okay. There it is. They do That's work awesome. on surprisingly. They do work on acoustics. Interesting. They work better on electrics because they they it, they play with the pickup of the guitar. Right. Great, but. But, but it's still vibrating. Yeah. It's still vibrating the string, though, because it's still a magnet. Either way, one of them's the harmonic mode, and one of them's like the regular magnetic oh, mode. It, you have to hold it right against, like the, like right over the string. They're really not that convenient to play. No, oh, they're I'm super sure they're cool, not. but like they, I don't, I've never tried one on a twelve string. It feels like that would be awkward. It's got these two little bars that like rest around the string. Oh yeah, it doesn't like it. Yeah. Huh. All right. Today, we're turning down the volume and talking about acoustic guitars. All right, so we got uh, news and gear for this week. I know a few things. Yeah. 
uh, including uh, our buddy Yoshi, who retired from Boss. Oh yeah, I saw that. that. That's a that's big deal. that's a he's been there. What like he's four, been there longer than years? we've been alive. Yeah. Well, sorry, he's been longer than there longer than some of us have been alive. Yeah. But yeah, we'll leave it at that. Forty years. Something yeah. Something like that is uh-huh. it. I think. Yeah. That's yeah. that's crazy. I didn't know he was yeah. even old enough to be there. For, he doesn't look that old. No. Yeah, I don't know. They have, they have, they have, man, the time that he's been there has had so many, like, huge pedals come out. Do they know who's replacing him? I don't know. Oh, okay. Cool. He's irreplaceable. Yeah, that's fair. I mostly know him from his Instagram account where he shares pictures of Saki. <laughs> I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, I, I that's the only thing. I, you, what do you got? Uh, see, uh, what do I got? Uh, I'm building a Telecaster. Ooh, anything yeah. you want to share about that? Or is uh, that- it's still in its initial stages, but mm-hmm. it'll be. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it'll be like tr- semi semi traditional, but uh, okay. but it's gonna have. I'm gonna put a some kind of system. I haven't decided yet. It's gonna have a bender though. Nice. Maybe that's a good opportunity when that's complete for a Telecaster episode. I can deal with it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh huh. Cool. I, I did wire up the I did wire up the electronics though so far, so I used most mostly Mojo Tone parts. Ooh. Yeah. And then that's... I used like a new old stock paper and oil cap. Okay. So I'm using yeah I'm using a Mojo Tone wiring harness in mine too. Yeah, I got the solderless. Yeah. Mine, mine was just like whatever stuff I had that mm-hmm. I well, was repurposed and soldered together. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, I did. I did redo my pedal board, and now it's weighs a hundred thousand pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the pro. It's the thirty-two. Oh my gosh. Thirty-two by sixteen. God. <laughs> I picked up the ten-minute amp kit. Do a do-it-yourself kit. Oh yeah. I have. I have no experience with with electronics and soldering and stuff how many and minutes did it take it, it was several hours <laughs> it does not work so misleading right i definitely need you guys to take a look and figure out and tell me why i'm stupid because i, I, I heard, can't get it to work i heard that soldering is the exact same as welding <laughs> <laughs> would you be able to confirm that this is not the same <laughs> it is it is not the same tig welding like it was it's closer to tig welding which i don't do Okay, fair enough. I, with with welding, I just I, I pull the trigger and it goes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Solder, I got I got to finesse it. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. I it didn't look sloppy from looking at it. And a lot like, of those we, were Liam's. A lot of yeah. those were my t- huh. my twelve year old sons. <laughs> he, he did okay. He did good. Like a that, lot better than I did. Usually, first time soldering, like. I'll show you my first real solder job because it's the back of that Supro cab that I use where I solder to speak. It just looks like giant globs of... Does it, it works. It does that's, work. Yeah, that's the important thing. It takes, it takes a few times to get okay. I'm it. not saying you should do this, but if you get impatient and you shouldn't do this around the, like, the, if there's any chips on it, but you can go to Harbor Freight for $8 and buy a welding iron and do super quick solder uh, solder uh, solder joints with it um <laughs> guess how i know <laughs> i'm guessing you you accidentally did this i guess it was not intentional i didn't know any better at the time but i'm real quick at soldering now because of- <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'm not but, a very uh, patient <laughs> person. And then also, um, on top of that, what I, um, on top of the, the amp thing, also what I've been doing is I'm learning all the uh, the December songs from their album, The King is Dead, because I don't have anything better to do with my time, apparently. So that's fun. And I am... F- six songs deep into it which there's 10 songs the album, yeah so yeah I'm almost there that's awesome i'm waiting for june hymn that's the one that's i think that's i think you're too off i'm too it. off yeah. it. yes are you, are you learning them in order yes nice which i i skipped the first one that that kind of frustrated me but hmm. i i i went back i did it i covered it the other night but but yeah i, I covered it out of order that frustrates me <laughs> that's <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm going to learn them in order and then hopefully put together a team of people to play with <laughs> and we'll play it out. Nice. Because I like the December. It's, it's, super, it's super simple music, but like there's a lot of layers to it. So it sounds beautiful and it sounds more intricate than what it is, but it's easy to play. And the lyrics are just super weird, delightfully weird. Mm-hmm. That's always the December. It's like yeah. all their stuff is real out there yeah yeah huh beautiful songwriting yeah that's me i had i had a small thing this week because what'd you you have uh i well i'm in the process of selling my dsm simplifier because uh instead of panic buying tubes because i'm sure as everybody has heard uh tubes are made in russia and that's a problem right now (laughs) yeah yeah uh so so instead of panic buying tubes i sold all i'm working on selling my simplifier and i bought a quilter interblock 45 as a Tiny little guitar head. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Like it sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't decided if I'm gonna switch that because I've got that. I've got the mm-hmm. Quilter, the UK, super block. The, the Super Block, the UK oh, one. It sounds really. It good. sounds really good. I, I may switch the simplifier on my board for that. I don't know. I've been. Tr- mm. I, I try not to use my tube amps unless I'm like doing something important to have those now because. Mm-hmm. You get paranoid. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I'm not paranoid. I don't give a shit. <laughs> that that super block he's talking about is actually a Vox uh, AC clone. It's got it's, it's like this big. Yeah, and it's it's a pedal board amp. Oh, yeah. cool. So you can either hook it up with XLR, or you can hook it up straight to a cabinet. Nice. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. It gives you well, it gives you it gives you the the Vox two or uh, it gives you the normal Vox the top boost mm-hmm. and then it also gives you a Marshall yeah that's right gets the and the Marshall the, actually British sounds the, it sounds a lot better than the simplifier too. yeah yeah you get, it gets it breaks up just a little bit and like mm-hmm. put a like a tube screamer or something it's, like that in front of it it, it, it it'll get the yeah. the real crunchy old school it's a plexi yeah Marshall yeah mm-hmm. which I will go on record saying is the inferior Marshall. Bite me. <laughs> JCM 800. I have no opinion. <laughs> the Plexi is like the classic rock Marshall sound, like not the yeah. high gain like metal yeah. sound. People people think of Marshalls as being like heavy, like heavy metal heart, like super, you know, aggressive. But like the really early ones were not. Like think like ZZ Top. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they would break up Hendrix. if you they break up if you want to go deaf. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, on to our main topic. I think we're talking about acoustic guitars today. Yes. Uh, you want to start us with some history? Sure. I, I tried to keep it brief because there's a lot. <laughs> there's there's a only lot like that. a thousand years, like no big. So, I thought it would be like 
I mean, there's like a ton of different varieties of acoustic guitars, right? Like styles and things. But cool. like, yeah. if you break it down into like, like the huge picture, we can talk like nylon strings or steel, str- like right. classical like, or and it's and it's more than just else. like acoustic guitar. Like, like, there's more than what just acoustic inch like. Oh yeah, acoustic instruments in general is yeah. a broad thing. I think we might have to. We like at some point maybe we do an episode and yeah. get a few other people to come in and bring folk instruments too and talk about a whole a whole different world. Yeah. So so technically, like acoustic acoustic guitar would be like the first guitar, right? Like a guitar didn't uh, start out as electric. No. So. Yeah. So yeah, the first the first guitars are. Uh, the first, so here, let, let me, let me, I'll do my spiel and then we can discuss. Okay. okay. Uh, so, uh, you can find paintings of like instruments that you plucked strings right. going back to like 3000 BC. Nice. So like on the you know, paintings or, you know, drawings of it, um, term, the term guitar though, that, that came into existence in like the 15th, 16th century. Okay. So it is, it is an old instrument. Um, the majority of guitar historians believe this, that it was originated as an instrument called the vihuela. Mm-hmm. I think I said that correctly. Uh, but but it, it, there is like before that, though, it is very much like like all kinds of people are like, no, it was this. It was this because there are instruments that developed in all different kinds of countries that are fretted or, or tied on frets. Um, they used to not actually have frets embedded in it. Oh. They were literally tied on. So, nice. uh, uh, but there are instruments similar to a guitar that developed kind of everywhere. Um, but the tuning and the kind of ways that they made, they made them that, that really developed. So Vuela, that's uh, Spain, Portugal, Italy, 15th, 16th century, 17th century. We have the Baroque guitar. Uh, they were only five string or five courses. of. St- <laughs> <laughs> we're going to also show, we're going to, I can't think that fast today. <laughs> We're going to show you a broke guitar in a little bit, too. Oh, a, Not a baroque. This is a joke. I, there's a joke here. I need to put it. <laughs> if it ain't baroque. Nope. The broke guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. No, I was going to call you a liar. Oh, no, wait. Ah! <laughs> I, I was going to is... say I thought it came from a liar. Get out. Oh. <laughs> ain't no frets on a liar. Weird. Really? Off the what? rails. We're not music historians. <laughs> no, I did read a book called the concise, uh, the concise, uh, concise history of the classical guitar. Though when I was in uh, school, it's actually if anybody wants to read, it's by an author named Graham Wade. Uh, it if you want to know the real like nitty gritty details on the history of of like at least from the classical guitar era, like that's a great book. Um, the irony is we're not giving you a concise summary whatsoever. <laughs> we are not at all. I'm bad at this. Uh, but I, I will say the 19th century is really when you get the modern like guitar. Um, Antonio de Torres, de Torres, uh, he, he is the one that kind of standardized like the body size and shape and scale length and every, and, and the type of bracing, like everything that's in a, modern classical guitar um not that any of us are holding one of those right now but but if you like go from that and you want to move forward into like steel string history yeah. um because you know before before that guitars were not very big like if you've if you ever seen a parlor guitar they're like, very they're light. like the little narrow small body yeah, we call yeah. them three-quarter today yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's kind of uh, early guitars they really were small um they, then they were played in parlor parlor guitar because people played them in parlors because they weren't loud enough to play like with other instruments. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Steel String, though, really is a piece of American history. Hmm. Um, and uh, that you know, farmers uh, early on, at least this is tales. What you hear is like they would take fence wire and stuff like that nice. and put them put them on their guitars to because it would last longer. It was cheap and 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 it was louder. Um, and because back then nylon they didn't have nylon strings strings were made out of gut mm-hmm. yeah then when they say cat gut it was yeah, literally yeah, yeah. gut which is gross uh, i thought it was i thought it was actually like they call it cat gut i thought it was sheep at some oh time. Ma- maybe it, it is yeah. it's well, no, metal like, like cat up cat gut is like the, the word for it but yeah yeah i don't know it's made out of the inside of something <laughs> of, of a dead animal uh-huh. that's pretty gross <laughs> that's <laughs> metal uh, but uh uh yeah so that's after they after people started doing that uh mm-hmm. The really the, the the brand that made it was Martin. I mean, like that was they they were one of the first brands to widely start offering steel string acoustics. Nice. So it's, uh, German heritage, but you know, in the U.S. Martin German? Are they really? I think C- oh. C.F. Martin. Yeah. No, their cool. their actual like I could be wrong there. Somebody's in, gonna just be like you're an idiot. Their factory is in so. like Cleveland or Columbus. Like their main Martin? No, yeah. No, they're in, they're in a. Uh, uh, North, uh, west of here, state, uh, Wisconsin. No, Minnesota, Minnesota. Uh, they're made in Nazareth, Pennsylvania. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. (laughs) Pennsylvania, the Northwestern state. I am, I am (laughs) I did real good in geography. All right. I forgot. I forgot where they were made for a minute. But Martin was the ones they, they were like the first ones to like really start using like modern X style bracing, which made the you know the tent they could handle the tension and the, the of steel strings and uh, and then 1930s they brought out like the dreadnought shape like the the big body shape. Okay. And so so we're gonna talk about some different kinds of acoustics then, right? Yeah. yeah. What do you got over there? Just a uh, so this is this is my this is my baby here. This is my. My not the nicest guitar that I have, probably. This is a Martin. Uh, this is a D16, mm-hmm. which is more or less the same. I think this is basically like it's cheaper, but it's like a D28 with less appointments. Okay. So it doesn't have, it's not quite as fancy. D28s it's, are flagship, the, right? Uh, I don't know. If they, I mean, they make all, yeah, if you want to. I yeah. mean, for Dreadnought, I guess, yeah. Okay, fair enough. D18, mm-hmm. D28, either one of those. They're, mm-hmm. they're different, but similar. You have a Martin too, don't you? I do. Yep. Kinda, this is the blue. This is no. These are this type of guitar is very no, cheap. Mine too. Oh yeah. Mine is the X series special. Yeah. yeah cool. That, that's still made in Pennsylvania, one right? Or is that this one's made in Mexico? Made in Mexico. I think mine is too. I have the DRS one, and mine looks pretty similar to yours. I think you got a little bit nicer one than I do, I but I have this. the Alcoa top. Yeah, I don't like Koa. You don't like Koa? I don't like it. I, I think... Is that, I just, is that mahogany? Gray? What is that? It's the... Is that Koa? Is that Koa, that one? Yeah. Do you have the laminate neck That's on yours, too? Yes. Flip it around. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yeah. I actually like the laminate necks. Like, people give the yeah, laminate... I, I like it. Yeah, the laminate, they give it hell because it's technically plywood, but, yeah. like, mine feels really comfortable. Yeah. And, like, I like raw wood as opposed to a gloss necks yeah mm-hmm. like this one's glossy. for sure no yeah, yeah i don't yeah. like a gloss neck this yeah. is like a this is gloss it's like a semi-gloss semi-gloss <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah know. Huh. I don't know. they it takes a while to wear them in to like be comfortable i think 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I'm very still very close on my my Les Paul to doing the yeah sand not sandpaper but uh, scratch pad. Oh yeah, just you to take a rough scratch it up pad. a bit. Yeah, just to make it a little nicer. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. What do What do we want to talk about? Uh, we can talk just talk about some different kinds we got. Yeah. Um, so so this so that so that was what is the cutaway? What size is that? Like a auditorium mall body? You know, I don't know anything. I don't actually know what an auditorium body is. It's just it's a shape. Oh, size. Sure. I don't know. I'm not sure. I think mm-hmm. it's it's grand. It's either it's, an auditorium or grand it's auditorium. It's a guitar. This is this, this is this is like the most traditional guitar shape. I mm-hmm. think at this point and history it's a dreadnought mm-hmm. um i don't know first one i ever had was a alvarez and it looked about the Pretty same similar. yep mm-hmm. um i tend to prefer full body dreadnoughts yeah, that's too. a jumbo this, yeah, is, this would be a jumbo it's got the cutaway this is actually my dad's this is a takamini 12 string sounds really pretty okay it's so a very question nice. uh the, the between the jumbo and the and the like the dreadnought mm-hmm. uh, like like so what, what's the difference between like is there gonna be a different and sound obviously yeah. shape mm-hmm. yeah but like i mean uh i think that I, I know that these are considered like the these they make them this way this size and shape for volume these are the this okay. is like this is the traditional bluegrass guitar because mm-hmm. um, they're just loud uh mm-hmm. and they're they're loud and they're semi-balanced uh you know some some body shapes give you more bass or more. i was gonna say would that bigger ass give you give you a yeah normally so to my ear and i I don't know. Maybe it's in my head. I know a lot of the cutaways to me have like a little bit of like a hollower sound. I think the jumbo body with the cutaway kind of compensates for that a bit. Okay. So yeah, like this is a lot bassier than a lot of uh, the twelve strings I've played personally. So I, yeah, it, it does sound very bassy. Which is real. It's good very full. I like. I like it. What else we got? Um, there. Grab a switch. Some stuff. What about the silver tone? Let's yeah, you can grab that. That's pretty. Everybody that should have. So pretty. Everybody should have at least like one cheap pawn shop guitar. <laughs> For sure. Yep. And you know, I've got s- several. Everyone should have a guitar that they can, you know. Don't necessarily care about. It's it's just for for noodling ideas and stuff. <laughs> That's the. So I have. My dad's original Washburn, which we talked about, got he got from Music Ground back before they had the car go through the window here in Fort Wayne. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the one that I've had as kind of like the beater guitar, and, and that's the one I end up playing the most at, at the end of the day. That's the acoustic that I play the most at the end of the day. Like, because like, at some point you don't really care about it, but at some point it's also like the most important because you got hands on it more than anything else. Yeah, because like. like- you spent some time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I got this at I got this at actually at the Gearfest uh, flea market tent uh, yeah. like maybe f- four or five years ago. Um, nice. For it was the it was like the close to the close of the second day, and I think I paid twenty dollars or twenty five dollars for it in the original chipboard case, um, and that it was the strings on it at the time were so rusted and corroded that i think that they had been on there for like 35 40 years untouched oh, i was afraid of, i was gonna get tetanus i just kind of cut i just a painted on pick guard it is that's adorable 
So yeah, you said the the parlor guitar, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is parlor size. I would say. I mean, I don't know what this technically is, but it's parlor size it, guitar. It's it's, definitely, small. Yeah. it's very easy to play. You know, I surpri- surprisingly got it for so cheap, and uh, mm-hmm. I think and. The weird thing is usually old guitar, some of these old guitars like this, what happens is you start seeing the neck separate. Yes. And then like when you get up here, you're like, can't play it. It's a slide <laughs> guitar only. Oh, for sure. Uh, but this one never had a neck reset and the neck is still really good. And all I had to do is clean it and put on some new strings. Um, if anybody ever gets like an old guitar like this, I recommend putting like, um, these are silk and steel strings oh, or something yeah. like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're very low tension comparatively, mm-hmm. which means it's, safe on the safe on yeah. the neck um so you're not putting 12s on there right <laughs> no no no, no. 15s. <laughs> yeah uh the, the great thing about guitars like this too is and this is subjectively using the word great uh they don't have a lot of overtones uh-huh. because the whole guitar is basically just laminate and there's <laughs> and it, um so the, the, not great for just sitting there and having this beautiful acoustic sound great for recording it in a mix with a band with a bunch of stuff because it's just a very straight tone Mm -hmm. and there's not just all this stuff going on you don't have to cut out some weird eq like like the martin sounds great but it has tons of harmonics and like it's everywhere so i I remember you you let me borrow that one to play a gig and yeah yeah, it was definitely had a low frequency that was cutting through it was tough to work Mm with oh yeah so do you want to you want to show them your 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 uh Let's do this. Budget bond shop guitar. So if you don't maintain your guitar, you'll have this uh, cereal bowl you can... (laughs) (laughs) I think if you try and eat cereal out of that, you might die. (laughs) You hear that? That's one of the bracings. You know what my favorite flavor of cereal is? Tetanus. I got this guitar for $10. I wrote, made a road trip from Fort Wayne to Ashley to get it. And I found it. Some lady in a trailer park was selling it. I was like, I gotta have it. All of this lines up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That is what you want there. But if you're playing out here, it doesn't sound bad. I, I, I cannot believe that that guitar actually holds the string tension and plit and actually tunes up and actually sounds as good as yeah. it does yeah Nor- normally in that shape it would be just rattling and buzzing and just horrible but it actually like, plays it's just like it's bowed in so many different ways <laughs> yeah i and like the the bridge bends down here on oh, the bridge the the neck the fretboard bends down here it's it, this is the cowboy campfire guitar that fell off the horse and then got kicked by it. So, what this guitar is, it has been in trunks. It has been in. Uh, it stays in my office, and I, I work in. Uh, I work in a fab shop where like there's no heating. It's just it's very cold and it's very humid. It's not the ideal condition to leave a guitar in unless you don't care about it, which is why this exists. <laughs> I don't care about it. You know, we should maybe talk about that when we after we finish talking about the guitars, just how to take care of your guitars. Yeah, because classical guitar, or I mean, uh, acoustic guitar uh, maintenance. Oh, uh, uh, guild. I oh, think, I think guild. Was, okay. Is that a guild? No, maybe. Is a G? That is looks like a guild logo to me. Yeah. 
Could be. Yeah. yeah. Huh. I don't know. But I don't know anything about Guild. I don't think they. I don't know if they ever made that style of guitar, but it could be. The seek. I was trying to see what the. Oh, global. Oh, that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> we just look inside. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Things inside. Global. Global Music Instrument Company. It's cute. It's not. It's not good. Global Music Instrument Company was a distributor of musical instruments made in the Far East, according to the guitar labels they manufactured. So, Re- like, <laughs> so, so like, far, so like New Jersey. Yeesh. Oh, farther. Yeah, I think a little bit further than that. Okay. I don't, I don't know where this was made, but it was, it was made in the U.S. Was it really? Yeah. This back, back so back like in the. F- 40s, 50s, 60s, like even terrible, like acoustic. What brand is that? It's a Silvertone. Oh, Silvertone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah this was this would have been f- sold in the finest uh, Sears mm-hmm. uh, yep. catalog. Yeah, yep. Sears catalog, yep. Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> uh huh. Back in the day, those are getting collectible now, though. Yeah. I always wanted one of those electric ones with the amp in the case. Yes. That the, they don't sound the case. The amp doesn't sound good. But it's just a. It's like a. Silly. I'll have to get pictures of, of the silver tone I had. It's it's up on Mike Grendel's wall right now because it, it's cracked so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, we could barely get it to hold like together. Oh, my. So now I got it looking pretty so it looks nice. And now it's just a wall hanger. Yeah. It has <laughs> strings on it with no tension. <laughs> yeah, sometimes yeah. that's what guitars turn into. Mm-hmm. The pickups are entirely my Can you help with this and explain this to me? Why... I've seen other guitars where they like there's the space that's not right. Uh, it's yeah. Is it just because it's a shitty guitar, or is there no? That's 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 actually normal. Where like there's my a, Martin has the same spacing. Yeah, that's not uncommon. Why? It's it's five, seven, here. Three, five, seven, five, ten, seven, and twelve. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yeah, okay, that's a little that's, weird. Yeah, that's yeah. not the right spacing. It's just that dot. Like that, it could go either no, direction. Yeah, they usually put it at the tenth. Yeah, that's twelve. Yeah, that's so, where it should be. I so, guess it is. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I guess yeah. it is usually at the ninth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's, it's usually nine and then twelve. Yeah, yeah. five, seven, nine, twelve. Yeah, you're right. It's probably just probably just because they're high. Mm, yeah. yeah. Huh. I I know this is a this is a tangent. I really like unmarked fretboards. Yeah. Like un like ones with no nothing no, on them. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I think that looks slick. Well then, I but mean, aesthetically, it, yeah. But, but yeah, me, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Eight? Oh, f- I mean, well, I don't, if we're gonna go, if we're gonna go the unmarked fretboard, we'll just get rid of the frets, and then you, that, that's just a beautiful, like, just yeah, plank of wood. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. For my upright guitar, yeah. they do make fretless oh, guitars. Yeah, I know. I've seen them. Yeah. I don't think I could play one. Uh, I was not able to play it the I, one time I played it. I feel like I saw melodic me. stuff would be cool, but I feel like chords would just be really hard. So I'm going to give you guys a throwback, and I think you might have been still living out of town at the time. B-Sharp Guitars oh, yeah. over off Coventry used to have their... It was Gibson days. That's what it was, because oh, you could okay. take your guitar there and get them restrung and everything. Mm-hmm. But every year they also displayed like I think it must have been a Gibson. I'm guessing they called it the Dragonfly. Okay, and it was like this fretless guitar, mm-hmm. fretless six string that had a like emerald and pearl Dragonfly like all down the neck. Oh wow! Yeah, it was gorgeous, and they let you play it. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to look that up. It it's probably like 
back then was six grand, yeah. if I had to guess. Like, now I couldn't imagine. It, like, one of a kind, probably. Those fancy guitars. Yeah, yeah. So, you want to look what at another that? one? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's figure out what's next. This is the, what, classical? That is, that is my weird classical. It is weird. I... Beautiful. I, I used to have a I used to have a really nice Yari classical when I was in school studying, and then I had to sell it. But that uh, but I did get a new newer classical a while ago. I don't really know honestly. This story I'm not going to tell a story about it because I don't. Yeah, I, I think this It'll is the to... only. I think this is the only one of these in existence. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's just some weird hack job. Um, but it's a seven string classical. Mm-hmm. That's extra low, then, right? Yeah. At a B string. That's awesome. It's for when he's playing gent classical. Nice. I think that's a different genre. Uh, <laughs> yeah, All the way to the flow. <laughs> the, you know the interesting thing about classical guitars? You, you, uh, for I mean, properly for uh, for doing like a vibrato. You don't uh, vibrato up, back, and forth. It's up it's and up, down it's, it's... because you don't want to ruin the frets. Or actually, it came from. Mm-hmm. Uh. It, Instead of this, it's. <laughs> as far as I know, that came from like unfretted instruments that cannot, if they if they they do it up and down like a uh, yeah. modern guitar player messes up the fretboard, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> do Jurassic Park. What? Do Jurassic Park. I don't know how to play Jurassic Park. <laughs> You were almost yeah, doing you were, it. You were very you were close. so close. <laughs> you know another interesting thing about classical guitars? Hmm. They don't usually have truss rods. Huh. No, no truss rod. Interesting. It's because the, less... because the tension of stri- on st- nylon strings is so much less mm-hmm. that you don't have to worry that it's gonna you're gonna have to adjust the neck mm-hmm. over time. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do they still have like a like? I know some have a, a steel rod that you can't adjust. Is that still a thing or like this one? So a steel rod that you can adjust would be cannot a truss rod. adjust. Oh, cannot I adjust. I sorry. Like, it's like like I think you're just <laughs> describing a truss rod. <laughs> cannot adjust steel rod. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, th- like that's the bracing. That, what, that has one. What do they call it? Bracing rod or is there a word for it? Uh, I think it's just a steel steel rod. reinforced <laughs> steel yeah. reinforced rod. Okay. Huh. My uh, that that the old old Silvertone and his mm. old one both have those. Yeah, mm. that 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 was normal back then. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I I'm gonna assume that there is one in a classical neck, but I don't actually know. All right, get your screwdriver out. We'll tear it apart yeah, and we'll, find we'll out. That. <laughs> that seems like a good plan. <laughs> we'll put it back together. I got some homework. Let's go grab the, the truck. Grab your saw. We'll just like saw it in half. We'll, yeah, we'll figure yeah. out what's in there. Figure out the. This is this is the guitar that I probably play the most. This is honestly my favorite one yeah. of yours. I play this more than I play my Martin. 
Yeah. Um, and it's honestly just because I like Arch. It's the, this, is, this is I bought this guitar because it was the only Arch top I could afford. <laughs> Understand? Only Arch top acoustic. Um, this has got more mojo. They do. Um, <laughs> they they have the thing with Arch tops too is they just have a ton of mid range. They just project. Oh, yeah. They just project and cut. Mm-hmm. And like, I hate this. It's, it's <laughs> very hard to to get used to. That is. That is wide. Oh yeah, you gotta you gotta hold it like a classical guitar. Because even a classical, because <laughs> even a classical guitar has a wider neck, right? Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Classical guitar always has a wider neck and yeah. wider spacing. That's an extra one. Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah, sorry, sorry to deviate back to what we're. Dude, but like, put your holy thumb on crack. The back, right? Yeah, that's why you keep your thumb around the. That's why I like classical guitar like. You have to do that. I remember when I was first studying, like, and I, I don't always do that now for other guitar stuff, but like, uh, like it was like, like everybody who plays guitar her studies classical, 90% of us come from playing rock and roll and stuff. So like you get in school and you're like, you're like, Oh, my thumb's creeping over. And it's like, you get that death stare from the team. <laughs> like, don't you put your thumb on, the, don't let your thumb go over the neck. So a couple of the guys that I, in high school that I played with, they, they, they did a lot of the real shreddy stuff mm-hmm. and they wouldn't, like they they were taught not to even put their thumb on the back. Yeah. So they they were taught to do this. Really? Yeah. So when they were playing, and I'm not talking for playing classical. I'm like they were playing like Children of Bodom and stuff. Oh wow. Yeah. So huh. like, they, because they they expected they didn't want to put any pressure down because that would uh, reduce speed. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I could see that. Like also like, I don't know when you're first playing from it. Like I I don't do it now, but like I think like early on it can be very easy to get into that habit of like gripping too hard. Yeah. Uh, I I have that problem. Like if I get nervous, I mm-hmm. death grip. And that I mean that de- that definitely reduces like movement. Yes. Like, so so yeah. I could see I could see why they would say that. Mm-hmm. I yeah. believe when I first started playing guitar, uh, Steve from, from Paper Heart, mm-hmm. uh, he t- he had told me that he was told to uh, act like you had an egg in your. I heard that yep. too. Yeah. yeah, because it's that that. Like you can't you can't grip too tight or you break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, get it. Like so when you're when you're doing classical technique, isn't it like your 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 wrist is a little more over the fingerboard? Yeah, too? That's, that's the reason they, that's the reason you see people like like why we I I I'd have to dig it out. I have a I have one somewhere, but a footstool. Oh yeah, you put your left foot up. You. Yeah, and because you hold the guitar like this, <laughs> my my one classical riff. Blackbird singing. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. No. So there's no radius to this neck, is there? Like, no, they're yeah. flat. They're, okay. Yeah. They don't. They don't radius. Um, that was classical. another thing that was like weird to me. I was like, yeah. oh. Traditionally, classical guitar necks are not radius. Okay. Uh, See, little things. Little things are different. It's just weird. Oh, play, play Ibanez. Like they're the same. Like they're pretty. Oh. Like they're if they're they're slightly radius, but like you're it. not gonna notice it. I want a radius. See, I. I like I like the flat necks because yeah. I can do goofy shit on it. <laughs> I, I like yeah. it. I like the I like the spacing and the necks for classical for playing finger style. Just yeah, because because I got used to it. All right, back to this. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> let's get back to what so, we're supposed so to do. So now we're we're not we're on the arch top now. So this is this is like a modern recreation. It's an Epiphone Zenith. It's like their master built series. Um, this is about the only like a, I think this is probably about the only affordable like affordable acoustic mm-hmm. arch top you can what get. do they run for us mortals i, f- I feel like the, i i don't want to misquote you but i feel like this is like maybe like a seven or eight hundred dollar guitar okay which isn't cheap but like a nice acoustic arch top is crazy expensive like yeah yeah, yeah. they're normally like, like multi thousand dollars yeah, yeah. 
Epiphone, the Archtop. Oh, I guess it'd be Archtop Acoustic, right? If you look up, uh, if you look up Zenith. Oh, that's the big one. I think. Oh, okay. That's that. That's that. They have three sizes. The this there's like a this is the middle size one. You know everything's going up in price right now, so this is going to yeah. be stupid if price. You find the vin- if you find they also used to make Epiphones back in the like 40s and stuff that were called the same model names. Yeah, and if you see those, that that will be crazy. Like really, that will be just very expensive. I did also hear that Gretsch has a new lower lower line, um, arch top line right now really? for for a better price. Oh, like yeah. oh, like electric. No, like the like yours. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they, those there there's are definitely more traditional jazzy one. So these had been about four ninety nine when they came out. Oh, were they? Okay, yeah. yeah. So not not that much. No. Okay. The cool thing is they come with the pick guard not on. It actually. Oh, so if you want to have a pick guard, you can have it, and if you don't, you don't have to. Huh. Mine's really modified, so that's. So can we talk about the bridge system on this thing? Because what what the heck yeah. is that? This is a floating. This is like a trapeze floating bridge. Mm-hmm. So this is this was traditional on arch tops. Basically, the this little trapeze. They called them a trapeze because of the shape. Like mm-hmm. like you know like circus trapeze. So, uh, yeah. so that they would they would do that, and then this this is to like help the strings float off of the body more. And do you adjust it by, back there? You can adjust it back on the this height. part. Uh, you adjust the height with with these two wheels. What about back? Like there's little knobs there. That's just holding it together. Don't, so don't touch those. Yeah, those, those you don't just, touch. Yeah. Okay. So this isn't ter- like if if you look at like my les paul that's not a whole lot different yeah okay. like this because really les paul is the same it's but instead mm-hmm. of it going all the way back here it's just like this so it, it's the same functionality it's just where it mounts instead of like on a les paul it'll mount here um and this one mounts down here that's cool that's the only difference yeah and but the the real magic is all happening up here okay. this is just keeping tension yeah yeah the the nice the one nice thing about like arch top ones like this too is that like normally on an acoustic guitar you can't adjust the bridge height yeah without like sanding the actual yeah. um bridge bridge down yeah. the saddle um but this is just turn it to adjust the height up or down like that. that's cool so, so that part's ha- helpful. Um, I, I like I like arch tops because I I'm a big fan of like uh, like Django Reinhardt and um, some of the old like uh, '40s like acoustic jazz like that. And mm-hmm. like they have they just had a lot of that real punchy that. That kind of like you got too many fingers to play Django Reinhardt. <laughs> Can do it all with one and two, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I just like that. It has a very mid-range punch. Yeah, it's not a very bassy guitar at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like it doesn't really fill the room with that. It's we, good when you're trying to keep a band together with like rhythmic stuff. When you put it through like through your amp or through the PA system, can't tell yeah. anyway. Like it sounds full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's still my favorite guitar of yours. <laughs> oh, I love this guitar. Yeah, I think. I, it's- awesome it was terrible plugged in at first i will say if anybody wants to buy one of these like mm-hmm. um the pickup the p they put a piezo in this mm-hmm. it tends to cut in and out and not work very well i had a, i had a couple of these and before i got this one it, or it, it took a while to get one that had a good pickup mm-hmm. and the, this then it, it still failed so i just gutted it so that's not a connected anymore at all it's got different pickups electronics on acoustics are always that way for me like that that martin i have i gutted it too because mm-hmm. like i did not like did not like how that sounded. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Cool.
This one, this one, man. Have you ever seen a guitar with such high action? <laughs> can't play, can't fret this thing at all. Not with that attitude. <laughs> not radius. You got to build not your radius. This is terrible. Build your build yeah. your strength. Like, yeah. You know. When people talk about a chunky neck, that is a chunky neck. Oh man. Uh, I used to. Uh, this is my only. This is the only resonator I own at this point. Um, uh, I used to have a. I used to have like a really cool. Washburn small-bodied one that played like a normal resonator, mm -hmm. but I don't have it anymore So now I only have this thing so for those that don't know a lot about or barely know what a resonator is tell us like What what is this in detail? This is for slide, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so well there yeah, I mean this one this one is only for slide This is this is what's considered like a like a dobro style, mm -hmm. which is like a, or a lap style guitar mm -hmm. um, that You play with a play with a big chunk of steel basically. It's a steel bar yeah. Um, and finger picks if you're good at that. I I've still not gotten used to those. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, they've they made them in both styles. They made round neck normal acoustics and these with this kind of system in it. There's a bunch of different versions. This is a really like this is a budget. This is this is I think this is just a single cone. Um, they make they make tricone ones where there's more than one in there. Mm -hmm. And the idea was that it makes the guitar louder because mm -hmm. this is basically a speaker that functions, but not like electronically. Right. It's a, it's an acoustic functioning speaker. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hear it. And I'm also not good at it. <laughs> well. What's that tune? The standard, right? Uh, it's uh, open G. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so the standard, the standard tuning on this, on these lap ones, are traditionally G B D G B D. So, but yeah, open G, yeah. Huh. It's just octaves. Nice. There's a lot of different. There's a lot of different tunings. I mean, some people tune to an open E. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's a there's a few other ones. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. I still haven't mastered just the one tuning, so. <laughs> Sounds really cool. Man, I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta figure out the rest of that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he didn't play that on Dobro. <laughs> cool. Is yeah. That, is I think, that it? I think that's oh, all the, that? I think that's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um Yeah. Uh so what we should talk about like how to take care of your yeah, uh, yeah let's talk about seems like a good thing to mention yeah so you're probably the expert here because i don't know about you Topher, but i'm not the best at say, maintaining don't, we don't talk to me about maintaining insurance. Uh -huh. i i have like after 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 many years of having to mm -hmm. take guitars into text to get stuff done to them frequently <laughs> like went for from gigging and stuff and being like i should really learn to make these guitars not mm -hmm play like crap uh so the <laughs> biggest thing like people people should know about guitar care for specifically for acoustics and it's, don't do that <laughs> yeah don't do that but uh, uh there was one thing you can do which is so passive mm -hmm. and so easy in the winter just mm -hmm. leave them in their cases that's my i mean <laughs> that's literally yeah, like when you're case. not playing leave it in its case uh -huh. because it it's way more protected from like the temperature mm -hmm. changes and then if you want to go that extra mile, put a humidifier in the case. Yeah. Like you can either you can get the you can get the super like low tech one, which is it's just 
slips between the strings, yep. st- sticks there, and it has a sponge in it. Yep. You basically just soak the sponge in water, wring it out until it's there's nothing coming out of it, and then so it's just barely damp, and then it goes inside the little thing, and then it just and then it just adds hum- the humidity from it goes into the guitar as needed. Or you can be lazy like me because like you have to those those you have to like every few days you have to rewet them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few brands that make like these humida packs. Oh yeah, I've seen they're like those. They're, they're, they feel like they're filled with gel. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just paper bags like filled with gel. But you you stick it in like a little envelope, leave it in the case with it, mm-hmm. and every if you do it if you keep them in there regularly, they last about three or four months. No, it's not bad. So you change it a few times a year, mm-hmm. and then it it keep it stays at exactly like forty nine percent or something like that nice. humidity. So your guitar won't get mm-hmm. like because what happens is like it gets too dry and mm-hmm. then. We see what happens when it gets too dry. Yeah. The tops, the top caves in, uh, and it gets too wet. Does, does that happen with laminate? Do you know? It can. Can it? Okay. I mean, it's not like, it's definitely not as common. I mean, solid wood guitars are, yeah. Because I notice like my I Martin mean, see, is yes, it, less... it happens with laminate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, that was, that was like, what'd you say? It was kept in like trunks, car trunks and stuff. Yep, car so. trunks. Just all sorts of bad places basements yeah mm. basements yeah basements are dangerous for your instruments and don't leave them by air conditioning vents yeah <laughs> or or next to the heat heating vents and yeah yeah all that yeah yeah you want to control the temperature <laughs> and the humidity on your a guitar mm-hmm. those are the those are the two like friends mm-hmm. or enemies depending on how you treat them mm-hmm. um, does your yours you are you saying yours bow too a little bit on the back of your not on no on my on my Martin I I was yeah uh, the reason I asked that about laminate is because I, I have had to do very little with that uh-huh. and I also mistakenly left my guitar rack next to an air conditioning vent mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah and it it doesn't move all that much you got a little spot yeah. that I'm not they, happy with yeah they they don't they don't they definitely can take like a laminate guitar can take way more abuse yeah. I'm actually thinking like. I'm thinking about getting a carbon fiber one at yeah. some point when they come well, down. Now that'll price. take that'll take lots what, of. Yeah. That's exactly what Literally, I want. Literally, humidity does not affect it. <laughs> now I have a Telecaster and a carbon fiber acoustic. Yeah, I don't have to worry about maintenance ever. <laughs> All right, so I think we're we're coming up on it. I think we are. Yeah, yeah. you guys. Oh, I did have. I, do you guys? Is any? Do you guys have like a a dream like acoustic? I was, I, was, so, I, was, I thought that would be a fun question. Here's here's the thing. Like, I play a lot. I have always played a lot more acoustic than electric. Mm-hmm. And, like, only, like, the past couple years have I really gotten into, like, I'm an electric player. Mm-hmm. And I still, like, meh, an acoustic's acoustic, you know? Like, either it's nice or it isn't for me. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I still, like... Acoustic people either, are not gear people, <laughs> usually. Either a... A nicer Martin than I have, mm-hmm. or I think I'd like to own another Seagull. I like Ooh, Seagull a yeah. lot, man. Seagull makes really, for, and their their guitars are like comparatively not that mm-hmm. expensive compared yeah. to like like buying a nice Martin or a nice Gibson. Absolutely, like, yeah. but they make really nice, like solid guitars. They're really sound, great sounding guitars, and uh, aesthetically pleasing. They they look mm-hmm. good. They're mostly ma- most of most if not all of them are made up in Canada. Yep, mm-hmm. I like I like that pointed headstock too. And mm-hmm. like, um, I was like Taylor. Taylor's a like Taylor's good. I know usually people are like Martin or Taylor, but like I don't know. I I mm-hmm. really like every Taylor that I've played pretty much. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Um. Yeah. I I I don't have my. I had a Taylor. I had a GS Mini that mm-hmm. I I don't have anymore. But um. 
I traded it for something. I don't remember. I, I it was a really nice it was a really nice couch guitar because it was small bodied. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do like Taylor's, uh, but uh, I I definitely like Martin's better. Mm, um, just for like uh, Taylor's always sound good. Like every mm-hmm. like every single one. Like if you go and buy get a two fourteen, you're like they they yeah. sound good, but everyone sounds exactly, exactly the, the same, same. because they because they are machined so carefully. Um, mm. But if I was if I had like a dream acoustic, I don't know, like I I have I would definitely would love to have like a really like a nicely kept 1950s like either a gibson hummingbird or a gibson um j200 so i pulled (laughs) they're they're both so fancy looking the last time i pulled a hummingbird (laughs) off the wall at a guitar store uh at our local guitar store uh i sat i played it for a few minutes and Mm -hmm. i went eh like this i was just like very (laughs) unimpressed with it like not even Mm -hmm. for like was it was it a Gibson? Yeah, a Gibson Hummingbird. Yeah. yeah, like it was nice. Don't get me wrong. Like everything about it was nice, but it, I was just like nothing about this is like inspiring. I don't know. Not not compared to what I've picked up for Martin and Taylor. Yeah, I, I think when we're talking about like newer acoustic guitars, I, I Martin, I think, and Taylor both like are always going to win the prize. Like mm-hmm. if you comparatively, I don't. Uh, not to I th- say anything bad, but like I don't think I don't think the Gibson acoustics that were made in more recent years yeah. are are the same as what they were. I have also sure. heard that like it's like wine; you got to wait for them to age mm-hmm. first before they get to be any good. So mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know how I don't know how true that is, but that's Interesting. part of the part of the lore, I guess. <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's solid wood changes over t- like. They just they what well, as the yeah. as the port the wood like the pores open up and mm-hmm. there might be something to be said though that like I mean that's it's what they've done for like they 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 don't have electric guitars they're, all their focus is on acoustics when when a company is hyper focused on something you know it gets to be really be good, good. Mm-hmm. yeah. When when uh the there now Martin did did at one point try to make electric guitars. So yeah, did Taylor. We're not gonna yeah. talk about that. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor did too. Mm-hmm. I think actually Taylor, do they still make their electric ones? I don't know. I know that's more recent. We Martin saw tried Taylor. to make them back in the seventies or eighties. Yeah, we saw one of those Taylors down mm-hmm. at the guitar show. Yeah, they, uh, t- 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 in all honesty, they were pretty nice guitars, but they just they wrong market. They wrong market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was trying to think like, what's the nicest acoustic? I've ever played. What's the nicest acoustic you guys have ever played? Like, uh, first act. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. Mine would be the Fender uh, Telecaster. N- no, wait. <laughs> Acoustasonic. <laughs> uh, the nicest one I've ever played. Um. Oh, uh, it's it's my uncle's, and it's I'm. It's a Martin, but I don't remember what kind. But it's it's, it's a Martin. What about you? Uh, I. The nicest acoustics I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Uh. The, the few times I've gone up to elderly instruments. Oh, nice. Like, and been like, can I, can I try that pre-war Martin? Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, thank you. Like mm-hmm. if I touch it the wrong way, that's going to be bad. You're like, like, thanks. This is like a $45,000 guitar. <laughs> that's what, every time I go up, like up, I sneak upstairs to play yeah. your instruments. I'm like, these are very nice and I should not touch them. I break <laughs> things. All right, guys, remember, if you enjoyed the show, hit like and subscribe on YouTube or whatever platform you're checking out the show on. Uh, You can also support us through Patreon or by picking up some merch through our Teespring store. Uh, Links to everything will be down in the show notes. Uh, Do you have anything, guys? Um, Just 
thanks for uh for for watching and uh we really appreciate all the support we've had like there's been a lot of people you know tuning in and uh checking this out so yeah thank you guys with the reason we're doing this is you know we're enjoying it and having fun but like we you know we appreciate you guys tuning in and and getting something out of it yeah it is nice to hear that we're not just screaming into a void sometimes yeah (laughs) all right thanks for joining us on woodwire and watts until next time tune up Crank the volume.